Hello and welcome to One on One. We are so pleased that you've chosen Christian programming to be in your homes, and we are honored and blessed that you have chosen us, Buddy and Veronica McLaughlin, to come and to break the bread of life with you and bring the good news. And yes, it is the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, this awesome technology, and wherever you're hearing us from, we're just thankful that you've taken the time to get into God's Word with us. Let us share the nuggets that we, we pray will fill your life with peace, with joy, with encouragement. You know, we've always said that that's what we've been is since we've been on the air, is we try to throw a lifeline out to people who would need it. Yeah, it's a lifeline of hope. Yes. Hope. Jesus Christ is our hope today. No matter what we are going through, no matter what the circumstances, He is there and He's ready to help us. We lean into Him during times because we understand, you know, being humans, you know, we all have fallacies and we're born with all kinds of human weaknesses. I mean, that's just who we are. The enemy knows that too. The enemy, Satan, understands his job is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The Bible tells us that in John 10.10. But Jesus said that I have come to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. And buddy, I yes. love that, more abundantly. It's not just surviving, it's thriving in Him, it's life. And He says, I want to give you that abundant life so no matter where you are today and what stage of life you are in, know that Jesus has come to give us that abundant yeah. love, that abundant joy, that abundant contentment, the abundant healing, anything that you need an abundance in, He is there to give it to you so that you can make a difference with your life. We all have a destiny. Destiny in Greek means horizon. We all have that horizon that we are looking to. We all have something that when we are born that we are motivated to get up and to, to go to. You know, that's what God has placed on the inside of us, that we have a, a hunger, we have a desire to do what He has placed for us to do. We all are here with a purpose. We all have different purposes. The enemy knows that, and he wants to thwart the purpose that God has in our lives. He wants to just snuff us out. He hates us. He wants us to get rid of us. So we, he knows that we were born with these human weaknesses, so he's going to prey on us. We need to understand that those times are coming. And what we need to do when the enemy comes along to speak to us, to taunt us, to, to um, bring disease and hardship upon our bodies, we stand. That's what we do, and that's when I was praying recently and I said, God, we've, we've done all we need to do. We, we, we've prayed, we've fasted, you know, we've listened to your word, we, we've interceded. God, what do we do? And he said, you stand. That's what I've called you to do. And in Ephesians 6 in verse 10, it says, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord. We're gonna be strong in him. That's what we need to do strong in the Lord, and we put on the power of His might. We have power in the Lord so that we know that we can stand. And then Paul is telling us that you put on 
the entire armor of God. God hasn't left us defenseless in this battle. He hasn't just left us alone. And he said, when you put on the armor of God, that you will be able, and this is where he says, stand for the first time. You stand against the wiles or the sneak attacks of the devil. Have you noticed that it just comes out of the blue? That one day it's fine and then the next day you're reeling from an attack? That's because the enemy has come in. He's, he's coming in with those sneak attacks. So it's important that we have on that entire armor of God. And then he goes on to tell us something so profound. And if we can get this into our spirit, we will understand that we are not fighting against each other, that we aren't fighting against flesh and blood. It's in verse 12, we don't wrestle, wrestle, or we don't fight against flesh and blood, but we fight against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness, wickedness in the high places. Therefore, take up the entire armor of God. Again, he's saying, you've got this armor because there's a hierarchy of, witness, of, of wickedness. If you can look into the second heaven and you can see all these demonic principalities and activity that is going on, people don't want to talk about it, but that's our enemy. We need to understand that we're not fighting against each other, but there are principalities, hierarchies that we have to fight and we have to battle. And whether we like it or not, we are in a battle. So you might as well suit up suit up. And he says, therefore, take on the entire armor of God in the evil day. He said, not when the evil day, there's going to be an evil day. There's an evil time. And having done all, having done all you know to do in the natural, you've read God's word. You've, you've kept your faith. You are praising. You are praying you're suited up. You have on your armor and you can read about the entire armor in, in Ephesians 6 um, and 14. tells you about the entire armor of God that we need to gird ourselves. And he says, now once you've done this, then you're going to stand. What he's told us in the very beginning, he said that you may be able to stand against the sneak attacks and the wiles of the enemy. It's time for us to stand. We've done all we know to do. We're not going to give up. We're not going to give in the towel. We're not going to just roll over and die. We are going to stand and we are going to have victory. Buddy, I believe that's a word for the church now. Yes. It's a now word. We've gone through some hard things. We've gone through some hard things personally. We've gone through some hard things in our nation in the world, and the enemy would want to paint this picture and say, it's not worth it. The battle's not worth it. Why don't you just give up? You don't buy into that lie of the devil. Know that you have power. You have, you have strength in the Lord. It says, be strong in the Lord and put on the power of his might. It's not in our own strength. It's in his strength. And he said to stand and that's where we are now. We're going to stand. Yes, you know, and you, you were referencing as well the weaknesses that we have. <clears throat> the enemy knows those. Uh, and, and we were watching a podcast here just a few weeks ago, and, and it was about the tricks of the devil, that he has no new ones. 
that he recognizes, we have to recognize what those weaknesses are and that the enemy is going to come after those weaknesses. Whatever it is in your life that you find yourself struggling with, just realize that, that when you are in that area, when you're, when you're operating in that area, you're working in that area, that you're open to that area, whatever it is that that, that is that, that makes you so weak that the enemy could come in and change your path, that's when you've got to be aware that he has no new tricks. He's going to use the same old ones that he used in the past to get you to turn down that road, to get you to head down that rabbit trail. And, and thankfully, you know, God says that we all fall short of his glory. We know that. The enemy wants to never allow us to get to that point that we remember that that we can ask God to forgive us, we can do a reset, so to speak, and get ourselves back on the right track. What happens is we ignore the warning signs. We ignore the things that we know are pronouncing that we're getting ready to trip up. We've been here before, you know, here we go again. And, and we ignore those red flags and the warning signs and through our own selfish desires, our own fleshly things that we're, we're capable of, of getting ourselves engaged in that, that appear to be pleasing to us or self-fulfilling to us, we get on that road and we don't turn around. The enemy then has won a victory in your life. He's exploited that weakness again. And all of a sudden you become weaker the next time. He knows the weaknesses that he can go after in your life. So we do, we put on the full armor of God and we do stand. And as Veronica said, recognize you are in a battle every day. You're in a battle of all these things that she mentioned, you know, the, the, the principalities. Those are kind of like the, the guys that come out to fight the archangels. They're, they're kind of like their equivalent in the evil side of things. Then, then you've got the powers and those are the ones that, that have authority. They come in into governmental areas and, and they try to control things. And the Bible tells us those will be revealed in the end of time. Those things will be revealed to us, but they're real. Those powers are. And the rulers of darkness, those are the ones that come in to, to really try to steal the government away under the, under the disguise of other things. And again, they will be revealed. And then you have the, uh, the uh, spiritual fakers. Those are the ones that are the uh, forces of spiritual forces of wickedness. Those are, are those, oh, those are the ones that represent something, wrap it up in a, in a beautiful, beautiful cloak that makes it a little more palatable when it deviates from the Word of God. So you've got to get back and know the Word of God so you can't be fooled. These are the things that we battle every day. They're real in our lives. They're real in this world. And we are there fighting whether we want to be in the battle or not. The battle is going to rage around us and it's going to consume us if we don't take a stand. The main thing is we get into God's Word. We learn the beautiful, you know, that was one of the most important things that Veronica brought into my life is spiritual warfare that, you know, we've got to fight these things. We rebuke these things that the enemy brings against us. We recognize them and we call them down for what they are. 
we need to be so firm standing in the power of His might that we are not afraid to face each day. I walk out each day knowing there's going to be challenges, there's going to be battles, there's going to be things that come against me. But I know that I have all dominion, all power, and all authority in Christ Jesus to come against these things. You know, I recognize them, and I want, we want you to recognize them too. We want you to understand that we have the victory. We've read the last chapter of the book. We know who wins this thing, but we also know there is an enemy who wants to take us out of the fight. He wants to remove us because we have something to offer. We have a gift that God has given us, and we have power. And if he can remove one of God's warriors, then he has won a small victory because he still believes that he can overcome this thing. He still believes if he fights hard enough that somehow he is going to overcome this thing. When he already knows he's defeated, he is not giving up. You and your family, this nation, this globe is at stake. That is the area of warfare. That is where the enemy is operating and that's where we need to be coming against him. We need to be speaking the word to people so they understand the power that they have. They understand the defenses that they have. And, and I implore you, read on about the armor of God because it's very important. It's very important that we do suit up every day for this battle because, Veronica, it can be consuming and it can really take our life a different direction if we let the wiles of the enemy influence our lives. Knowledge is power. Yes. So this is why we are telling you this today so that you can understand how to fight in this battle. Yes. And when you suit up, you have to understand that also that we are fighting from a point of victory, not to victory. We gained victory at Calvary. Amen. That's when we have total victory. So we are fighting from that place of victory. We've already won. We already have victory. Now we suit up and then we stand. And as Buddy was describing the principalities and the wickedness, you know, it can be intimidating. You know, the, you know, there is a real war going on, but God has given us the authority over all of those powers. You do not need to be intimidated by the power of the enemy because authority trumps that power. And Jesus told us in Luke, he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Now he was telling his disciples and we're his disciples. He said, now I have given you all authority, all. That means everything, all authority over all of the powers of the enemy. You can tread on those serpents and scorpions, which is symbolic of the demonic activity and those principalities that we are fighting in the spirit realm. I've given you all of that authority. Now, with that authority, you declare it and you stand on it. We don't do it in our own strength, but God strengthens us and He makes us to stand. And God's Word in Romans 14, 4, it says, Who are you to judge one another's servants? This is His own master. He stands or falls indeed. He will be able to be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. God equips us to stand. God strengthens us to stand. 
And God just doesn't strengthen us just one time and says, okay, just go out and do it. He continually strengthens us and we can strengthen ourselves with God's word. When we read God's word, it gives us strength. When we praise through it and praise through the battle, and that's the hardest thing is praising through the battle, getting your focus off of your circumstances and saying, God, I'm going to raise a hallelujah in the middle of this. I'm praising you through it. That will strengthen you. I'm reminded even in 1 Samuel, when David was there fighting one of the hardest battles of his life, and then he comes back to Ziglag and everything looks totally destroyed and ruined. And he looks up at God and he's like, what do I do now? The Bible says that he strengthened himself in the Lord and God gave him a word. It's time that we strengthen ourselves in the Lord, in the power of his might. And then he will give us the strength to go forth. He will give us the strength to stand. And yes, it may feel like the world is crashing in around us. But as it crashes in around us, he will give us the strength to stand when the thunder is rolling. He will give us the strength to stand when the lightning is flashing. He will give us the strength to stand when we don't have the strength ourselves. We are going to stand and we're going to press on. And we're going to say, we will have peace. We will have answers and we will have total victory regardless of what the enemy does or does not do. God's word will come to pass and we're going to stand on Christ Jesus, our rock. He's our rock. He's our strong tower. He's the one who we run into and he strengthens us day by day. He comforts us. He gives us the wisdom. He gives us the peace. He gives us the healing that we need. He is our solid rock, and on him we will constantly stand. The enemy would want to wipe us out. He would want to take us down with every sneak attack, but we have the choice not to allow that to happen. We're going to stand. And buddy, we're going to have total victory in Christ Jesus. You know, Philippians 4.13 tells us that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, all things. There are many times that, you know, it, it, it seems that we don't have the strength in and of ourselves, And we question ourselves. When we have all dominion, all power, all authority, we want you to remember that. You know, put that on your refrigerator, on your mirror. If you're struggling with waking each day and fighting this battle, fighting the enemy, he's coming against you physically, emotionally, with your health, with your family. Put that scripture up there. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I have all dominion, all power, and all authority. If you need to list the armor that you put on each day, I mean, picture yourself suiting up with all that armor. Picture yourself entering the battle, confident that you have the tools. Christ gave us all the tools that we need to fight. Once we realize that we're equipped and we can do it, then you can stand. You've got to be able to turn that corner for the, and have the confidence 
in the one who gave us the victory. As Veronica says, we are operating from a point of victory. We have the victory in Christ Jesus. You know, but the battle has to, will, will ensue. Something has to happen. There is a time period when you're fighting that it, it looks like you can't win or you can't win. But you know, the thing is, we do win. You are a winner. You are a blood-bought, born-again child of God. You have royal blood running in your veins. You have every promise that is in this Bible that is yours. Every story that's told in here, you could put yourself in that character's place and realize that God would carry you through the same way because He loves you that much. We want you to equip yourself. We want you to be ready. We want you to want to get into the battle, to be ready to fight. You know, that's one thing with Veronica where she's been in the spiritual warfare her entire life. Hey, man, bring it on. When she sees the devil accosting one of God's children, she doesn't back up, shriek from it. She says, okay, devil, you want this fight? You're going to get it. You know, and we've got to feel that confidence. That's what she wants you to understand that you have you have the victory in Christ Jesus. You have the power of the Most High King in your life to guard you, to guard your family, to cover you with that precious blood that was spit on Calvary, that He said, I love you this much, that I'm going to allow you to come to me. I'm going to allow you all the promises that I've told you about. I'm going to go on and I'm going to make a way for you, make a home for you. But he says, what do we do? We have to fight the good fight of faith. And then what does he say? He says, he will look at you and say, welcome in my good and faithful servant. My good and faithful servant. The one who has stood for me. The one who has fought for me. The one who has never failed me. Even when you have, I've forgiven. That's the beautiful thing about the love of God that even when we forget what He has done for us, the power that He has given to us, what He has, the tools that He has given us to wield against these principalities, these spiritual hosts that come against the things of God. You are the thing of God that they're coming against. And God enables you to stand and to fight. You know, it's wonderful to know, Veronica, you know, we're all, anytime we're being chosen in school about a sport or a team, you'd pick who's on your team and, you know, you hated it when you were the last one that got picked. But still, you wanted to be on the good team. You wanted to be on the team that had the, had the power and the strength and the ability. And that's the wonderful thing about serving God. You have all that. You're on the winning team. You've got the power. You've got the strength. You've got the ability. And now we're saying just get the knowledge and the confidence that you can enter the arena as a victor. Yes. You know, and God's way isn't always the easy way. No. But it's the perfect way. It's the ideal way. It's the way that God has planned to strengthen us and to encourage us and to build our faith to know who our enemy is, to understand that there is an enemy there who yes. wants to destroy us and comes against us with struggles. But we will stand because God will always do the strengthening. Amen. When you stand, 
He will strengthen. Yes. He will strengthen until the dawn passes into morning. He will strengthen until you are healed. He will strengthen until the loneliness has passed. He will strengthen until your marriage is restored or your children are saved. He will strengthen. It may not be easy what we are going through, but we are going to stand and we are going to be restored. Why? Because we have the victory to stand. We can't run in this battle. You can't turn around and run. In the, when the armor, when we are suited up, we have the helmet of salvation. We have the breastplate of righteousness. Our loins are girded with truth. Our feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We have the shield of faith and we have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, but there is nothing for our back. So if you turn and run, you're in trouble. You can't turn and run. You have to stand now. You have to gird yourself. You have to understand the truth and you have to know that you have total victory in Christ Jesus. And is it easy? No, but God will strengthen you so that you will stand. He will strengthen you until the struggle's over. It's not a continual struggle. It will end. This season will end and we will see God's promises come to fruition for us, for our families, for our nation, for the great harvest that God wants to give the world. It's coming. That's why the enemy is fighting us so hard. That's why he's come at us with blow after blow after blow. But you may be battle weary, but Galatians 6, 9 says, do not be weary in well-doing for in due season, in that perfect time, you are going to reap if you do not give up, if you do not faint, if you do not fall down, if you just don't pass out. God is saying, stand. It is time to stand like never before. And when we do, then we are going to put the enemy on the run. He doesn't have to run us. We stand. And by the power of his might, we have that authority to say, in the name of Jesus, where you are today, you just say, Jesus, strengthen me to stand. Strengthen me to get through this battle. I want to be a mighty warrior for your cause, and I want to tell you there is a cause, and the cause is souls. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will preach the good news of the gospel and the hope of Jesus Christ until there is no breath in my body. They will have to pry the sword from my hand, and then I will know that I have stood. It's no time to wimp out. It's no time to give in. It's time to stand and put the enemy on the run. Amen. Well, it's been an honor to come into your home to give you the good news of Jesus Christ and to encourage you. Just know we look forward to seeing you this time again next week. Until then, remember, God, God is, is always faithful. Hello, everyone. Veronica and I would like to thank you so much for partnering with Dove Song Ministries through these many years. We appreciate your support, your love. We look forward each week to coming and being a part of your life in your homes, bringing you God's Word. We are so humbled to receive your praise reports of salvation, of healing and restoration. We are excited to take this gospel across the world. We know this next season is bringing great harvest for His glory. Thank you. And remember, the best is yet to come.
We hope this program has enlightened and enriched your life. This ministry is made possible by the grace of God and your generous financial support. If you would like to partner with our ministry to spread the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, write, call, or visit our website at www.buddyandveronica.com. We look forward to visiting with you again soon.